Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beginning of the Advent season. Lord, we pray that by your word and spirit, you would help us to prepare our hearts and our lives, our hearts as we reflect on our need for you and for forgiveness and salvation. And Lord, uh, our lives as we, as we uh, in all boldness begin to share the good news of Jesus Christ with people. Uh, the, the true story of Christmas and, and the birth of our Savior. Lord, open our ears to hear, our hearts to understand, and our lives to live the powerful message of the gospel. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. Advent is a season of preparation. And as we enter into this season of Advent, we see that our first candle is burning brightly. And so it's a wonder that as we move into the Advent season, we actually have a Palm Sunday gospel. It is a reminder that the King is coming, a reminder that he is the Son of David, Hosanna in the highest. It's a challenge for us sometimes to trust that God is working in our world as we look around and we see so many things happening that are contrary to his will and his word. But remember, those things are forecast and told about in scripture and the need for a savior is ever more apparent and ever increasing. And so as we begin to, to take a look at the Advent season and this season of preparation, I'd like to start off with a question. What are you waiting for? And we might answer this in a variety of ways. If this question is, for example, uh, directed um, by a parent to a teenager after they've been asked to do chores and they're not doing them, we might say, what are you waiting for? Right? If it is a question that is directed toward perhaps a spouse for the same reason, husbands, listen to your wives, what are you waiting for? I'm waiting for the fourth quarter to be over. Might not be a good reason. Not sure. But also, this is a legitimate question that, that Christ can ask us. It might come in a variety of situations. Perhaps someone who, who doesn't really come to church very often, we might say, well, what are you waiting for? We might say or we might hear those excuses that often come up. Well, uh, life's a little busy right now and Sunday mornings is the only time I can sleep in. Or, or I'll get around to it perhaps when, when like, the kids are grown and gone and I have more time. And we get, we get all of these excuses and these reasons and we're reminded that we can't measure the day or the hour. We don't know when the Lord is going to come again and we don't know when our life is going to be, become required of us. What are we waiting for? That question might also be applied to us when we know that we are told by Christ to share the good news, to love one another, and yet we hesitate. What are we waiting for? Maybe another way of saying it as we enter into this Advent season is, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready to celebrate the birth of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? 
And so many times when we hear this question, we start thinking about some of the things I talk about with the kids. Uh, are the cookies baked? Are, are the calendar full of all the events we're supposed to attend? Uh, are the decorations up? Are the lights on the house? Is this happening? That happening? And we go through this whole list and, and we say, are you ready? And so our lives are filled with this whole idea of prepare and we become overwhelmed because are you prepared? Are you prepared? Are you prepared? Are you ready? Is there any wonder that the holiday seasons become a season of stress? And people said, why? It's because oftentimes during this season of Advent and indeed during Christmas itself, we focus on all of the wrong things. I can really relate to the Grinch. I really can. Dave Hummel wore a Grinch sweatshirt this morning, or, or, or sweater. And I wanted to call it an ugly Christmas sweater, but I was thinking about that. Bah humbug. Ebenezer Scrooge. We think about all of our all of our ways of thinking about Christmas, and it all gets kind of distorted. And Paul brings us back to the heart of it. Love your neighbor. Owe no one anything except to love each other. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. That's what this season is all about. It's about helping people to prepare by sharing the love of Jesus Christ in word and in deed. It always amazes me every year right after Black Friday that you'll see a number of videos pop up online of somebody in a fist fight in a Walmart somewhere arguing over the last cut-rate television set. Really? Is that what our culture has come to? It's all about the stuff. You say, well, I don't do that. Well, you know, yesterday, I got to tell you, someone in my family, because I was out running errands and dropping stuff off and returning things to Home Depot, somebody asked me to stop by Sam's Club. Won't mention any names in my family, but it wasn't Ben. And I, I, and, and I get my stuff in the cart, and you know, it's still a little bit of a zoo there, and I find the shortest checkout line. And everything that could go wrong to the person in front of me who was checking out, it went wrong. This membership card wasn't good. This credit card wasn't working. This, what you know, just on and on. Fifteen minutes later, I'm still waiting. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I, it's coming to my mind that it, my human sinful nature is trying to raise its ugly head. And I'm really starting to get a little frustrated because I just want to get in there and get out. And then I realize 
It's only time. And I start to calm down, and finally, when it's my turn, the clerk says, I'm sorry it's taking so long. And I said, that's okay. I kicked myself when I got to the car because I thought I could have used it as a witness opportunity. I should have said, it's okay. We all have to be patient. The Lord's timing is a perfect timing. After all, he sent his, you know, I could have worked it. And I didn't. I blew the opportunity. Unlike my daughter, and I've told this story before, but unlike my daughter when she was two years old and we were living in the Detroit area and it was my turn to cook, so I decided to go to the local grocery store. And there in the small market neighborhoods, grocery stores do other things than sell groceries. They like cook the best fresh fried chicken in the world. And so I'm in line getting my fresh fried chicken and a few other things and my arms are full and I'm trying to hold Krista too. And finally I just put her down on the checkout stand and I'm getting my act together and stuff. And the checkout person looks at Krista and says, are you ready for Christmas? Yes, I am. Christmas was when Jesus was born in Bethlehem. And she goes on and starts telling the whole Christmas story and the clerk is just standing there listening. And I'm thinking to myself, why can't we all be like that? No inhibitions on sharing the story. Because that's what we need to hear. And that's what the world needs to hear. Paul encourages us to put on the, the full armor of light. That is to remember that it's the darkness that destroys the message. It's the darkness that tries to hold our sin and, 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 and from being discovered. And he says, get out of the darkness. Start testifying to the light. Put on the armor of light. Walk properly. In this world, bear witness to Jesus Christ. Yes, the world may not want to hear but the world needs to hear. And so don't worry what the world thinks. It's a perfect season, if you will, to call people back to the real reason that we celebrate Christmas. That it's not about the packages and the ribbons or the bows. It's not about the stuff. It's about the birth of a Savior who calls us by name in the waters of baptism and reminds us that we belong to Him. It's about the power of the Holy Spirit working through each and every one of us to open our mouths and to proclaim the truth in the midst of a world that wants to distort what this season is all about. It's about our Savior. And what we need to be about is putting on the Lord Jesus Christ. Letting people see in word and in deed who we are. And in this season of Advent, praying during this time of preparation, that as God brings to us those opportunities to witness and to share, that we actually recognize them. And that we, not worrying about what we're going to say, trust the work of the Holy Spirit in our hearts to open our lips to proclaim the truth of the message of the gospel. It's time for us to let the waters of baptism be seen to the world, to let people know that we have the name of our Savior written on our hearts and in our lives, and that we're not afraid to proclaim in word and deed the love of Jesus. I'm a firm believer that as we focus on the right things during this Advent season, that the stress 
goes away. That as we focus on what Christmas is truly all about, the things of the world dissipate. Let us focus on the babe of Bethlehem and the proclamation of the truth that born unto you this day in the city of David is a savior who is Christ the Lord. It's a message our world desperately needs to hear. And we, well, what are we waiting for? Share the message, put on Christ, be Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all of our human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the true faith of God in Christ Jesus and to life everlasting. Amen.